1: Tell us, but we don't show prep. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, idea.
2: Yeah. I, I just barely make let's... it in.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm sure you get tell. but we don't show prep. I mean, let's, let's put the cards down on the table here. Illustrious.
3: Be hurricanes, yeah. You know the name already. It's Mercy, ha ha. It's the 6 Rick Kane show, can't forget the name though Got jazz, blue vision, DJ break the game code Ain't no changing them. ain't no breaking up. Real port alive from the Hall Rock Stadium Ball 14 for the orange and green We see the 6 rig champs, it's more than a dream This is life on the field Beyond a hundred yards, of hurricane that's never still put a damage to your squad The 6 rig Kane show The 6 rig Kane show
4: Welcome back.
1: Hello. Wow.
5: Wow. Where's the? E- I know. No energy the, on a Monday. We we just beat Clemson, I mean, man. What's I happening there? Thirteen
1: I'm years. Just, Thirteen
4: years. I know. I'm just so. I mean, I'm I've I, I expended all my energy already. So so much this whole entire weekend that uh, that yeah, man. Today it's Monday. We're back at work. You know. Come on, man.
1: Is You're is. lucky, Melissa's not here to call you out for that. Expended all your energy, but we'll leave that. Leave
4: still that still
5: recovering from Saturday's hangover, Jess. It's okay. Nah, it's okay. nah, no hangover. And they've done that. Just had a
4: long weekend, but uh, I feel that I feel it's that. fun. It's fun, and it's fine. What's going on, everybody? Um,
1: yeah, a winning yeah. weekend. Yeah, well, what's going victory on? Victory Just be Monday. Funded.
4: Victory Monday as uh, Miami. Uh, I know you, you heard from us uh, a little bit yesterday, but. Uh, you know, for those of you that didn't watch, a little recap: uh, the Miami Hurricanes uh, finally did it. Thirteen years ago <laughs> was the last time they beat the Clemson Tigers. Ja'Kory Harris
1: walked into Death Valley and lit up their defense.
4: Right. <laughs> that was the last time. We right. well, here, here we are. We're back. At, um, we're back into it. And in, uh, yeah, Miami beat uh double overtime. Beat the Clemson Tigers. It was uh, it was a fun and exciting game to watch. Um, if you guys got to see it, you saw, uh, you know, you saw the hurt. You saw the Miami Hurricanes grow up a little bit um, in that game, and uh, you know, I know we spoke about you know all the things that could go could go right, or all the things that Miami needed to do. My key to the game was that Tyler Van Dyke needed to play really well. Uh, so, you know, a lot of things changed from that. That worked to, out. Yeah, that worked out really well, right? So. Uh, yeah, but a lot of really interesting things, I guess, a, a lot of interesting headlines uh, going into that game and, and kind of coming out of it as well. So obviously the first one that everybody know, knows is, you know, Emery Williams gets his first start as a freshman for the U at quarterback. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll break down a little bit about what, you know, what he did and how he looked. But Not also, bad, though.
1: You know, he's, he's one start and he's beat Clemson.
4: Yeah, one and no. yeah. yeah. <laughs> if he retired right now. He'd yeah, be in the good. hall of fame. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's a good one to win uh, as your first game too. So, uh, but we had a lot of you know a lot of missing pieces as well. Especially at running back, we were missing a couple guys. Uh, you know, we you missed a couple guys on the defensive line, and um, you know, Miami they, they look they look good. That defense was was firing on all cylinders. Obviously, we can talk about you know potentially. <laughs> The I know he's a freshman All American already, but uh, talking about Ruben Bain, Ruben Hurricane Bain, uh, you know, things that he did a couple of nights ago also were pretty impressive. So, we got a lot to to talk about. You heard from Vish and and, and myself, uh, yesterday a little bit, Blue. I know one of the things that you said that were going to be a big, a big deal was the running game for Clemson with Will Shipley and Maffa, um, and then uh. Miami showed that, you know, that I I don't want to say it was a fluke against North Carolina, but they showed that, you know, they got back into form. And we're talking about 34 carries for 31 yards that they gave up to uh, the Clemson Tigers on on the ground. Pretty impressive, don't you think? Talk to me a little bit about what you liked that you saw from from Miami's defense, uh, specifically, specifically in the run game.
2: They swarmed. Every time they got the ball, they were on them quick. Um, get a good look at Ruben Bain. He, in three years, he's in that first round. Boy, well, I'll tell you what, he's, he was there. They, their linebacker play, um, I know my favorite guy, I, when he was making that play to end the game, I'm thinking, oh, Vish and them guys are th- thinking, hey, Corey Flagg, how is he doing this again? <laughs> but I'll tell you what, he played a really good game. And Marlino at they, their front seven really showed up. Because what they did is they put pressure on on them to throw the ball. And a lot of times they didn't throw, you know, the defensive secondary was there. And that game really, as you said, it kind of like anytime you really want to establish any type of tempo, especially on the road, you run the ball. And Clemson didn't do it with uh, any success. so. After You know, the first half kind of disappointed me in the fact that Miami left a lot of opportunities out there. And at halftime, I kind of like, you know, was sitting there and thinking, if they could just do this and do that. And and everyone in the press, oh, well, Van Dyke started. I I don't think it would have mattered. I think that Emery really played a good game. He managed the game. He didn't have to win it or lose it. He just managed the game. And I was... I walked out of there pretty happy, and and, and uh, felt you know what—that's a big win. I don't care how it is. I don't care if it went to ninety overtime. That's a win, and uh, a win that will it make up for the loss to Georgia Tech. You never know, because as we saw in this conference, anything could happen. Uh, a Virginia team that we play this week waltzes into Chapel Hill and wins there. A Boston College beats the Georgia Tech. Pitt beat. Louisville, so uh, all bets are off. You know, uh, I'm still maintaining my seven and five record, but you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it uh, because now you have to play one game at a time, and uh, a lot, a lot went right, and uh, and and I looked at Clemson and I said to myself, "Yeah, this isn't the Clemson team of two, three years ago, but their offense and defensive lines are still." As good as you're gonna get. So Miami did real well on both sides, and I was happy. Yeah, I think um, DJ, I'll,
4: I'll kick it over to you. But I think what what you noticed is that mm-hmm. even even with those lines, right? The the line, the offensive line and defensive line of uh, Clemson being really big, you know, really big and physical, yeah. out physical that team in the trenches on both sides of the football. And I think that that was ultimately, I think that obviously. Yeah, that was a deciding factor in the game. You saw it with the running game for Miami towards the end and a double open. I was gonna
2: say, especially in the second half, and I Definitely. don't know what was said at halftime. Um, well, I don't, it, well, what what was said is they decided they decided decide to, decide
1: to run the ball. I mean, yeah. the first half they were forcing the pa- Like I thought, Dawson, you know, did a great so, job, you know, in job in the second half. Yep, made adjustments. Yeah, did great job did a great job in the second half. Just leading into the run in the first half, he forced the pat. You talk about those missed opportunities, Blue. I think at one point, I had to count and I forgot. It's either seven or eight throws in a row, all leading to three and outs. It's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> we had the ball off. The yeah. second half, that 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 nine minute touchdown drive, which kind of turned the game back. Yeah, that was favor. That was twelve runs. It was physical, and it it out of fifteen plays, and it 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 took Clemson's soul a little bit there. <laughs> it yeah. took their manhood, and that that swung the game back back in Miami's favor. Yeah. I thought I thought he leaned into that. I
4: agree um, DJ uh, you know I kind of wanted to talk to you about this because this is a really this is a this is a different Miami team as, as uh, mm-hmm. I think someone mentioned in the chat now mm-hmm. you know it's a tough physical uh, football team and they you know this team last year with with these type of you know these type of games they kind of fold right and then you insert a guy <laughs> a freshman quarterback in Emory Williams to make us his, his first start against a team like this how impressed are you with the way that he played um during the whole game but even making those clutch throws uh you know down the line uh, you know on those third downs third and 13 that third and whatever it was on on that back shoulder catch uh, by uh by uh Kobe Young i mean he made some great throws how what's your take on you know how impressed you were with with Emory Williams for um last night well two nights ago excuse me
5: I'm extremely impressed because first it shows me that he's not afraid to compete and he's not afraid to step up in the moment. And, you know, when Tyler Van Dyke, you know, leaves and, you know, somebody has to take over, you know, Emery Williams, I think this was a crucial game for him in terms of his development and he showed his ability to lead. You know, he made some mistakes for sure. It's his first start. I mean, obviously that's going to be a thing, but, you know, I think he showed that He was not afraid to take on the challenge and he was not afraid to, you know, take on, you know, the Clemson defense by storm. And, you know, that type of resiliency in Williams, you know, is, you know, a really good sign for me moving forward because it shows that we may have a potential leader in the quarterback room once Van Dyke leaves. And I know at certain points, you know, last year we were kind of talking about, you know, who's going to step up if Tyler Van Dyke leaves and this and that and the other thing. You know, Saturday night showed me that Emery Williams, you know, he still has to develop. Yes, of course. But he certainly put together a good showing that made me feel confident in him on Saturday.
4: Yeah, I think I think what I liked the most about it is you mentioned that DJ was his ability to have that short term memory after he threw that interception on, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it was Jacoby George who ran the wrong route or kind of, you know, Messed up that whole route in general, or he just made a, a bad read and a bad throw. You know, he came right back. You know, he came right back. He didn't let it. You know, kind of phase him. Uh, the team didn't let it phase them either. You know, um, and I, I love that because he came right back and he still. You know, he still kept his composure and, and, and played really well. Uh, you know, on top of all of that, I kind of want to turn it around and go back to the other side of the football because I kept. You know, I don't know people how how people how much people realize, You know. Miami gave up 0.9 yards per carry. We're talking about a a Will Shipley and Mafa in that big time (laughs) defensive, I'm sorry, offensive line against a team that last week everybody was talking about how there's not enough depth. There's not enough this, that, and the other, you know, and and I think the biggest difference was, and Vish, you mentioned this, right? We drove the ball for nine. We kept the ball in the third quarter for nine minutes. And uh, – or was it thir- – yeah, it was the third quarter, right? Third or fourth quarter. It was – it, well, it spanned the, after- the quarter. It started yeah. in the
1: third went through to the fourth, yeah.
4: You know, and, you know, there was an, an opportunity for that defense to rest to get its legs under it again uh, and to come out and be completely ready to roll. And you saw that. You saw the play from everybody, really. I mean, the uh, cornerbacks, defensive – you know, Cam Kitchens had a much better game this game. James Williams looked really good. And quite frankly, I mean, to me – blue, Corey flag was all over the place again, man. He, you know, as much as people want to knock him and talk about how he, he does certain things really damn good. That's just the bottom line. He does certain things. He goes North and South really well. He may not be able to cover East and West really good, right. Or cover receivers or whatnot, but that's not what he's there for. He's there to read the, read the offense, understand the formations Put the defense in in a position to make a play, and he's going to come in, you know, downhill, and he's going to knock you on your on your you know in, in your teeth. Well, hopefully he doesn't get a flag for it, but you know he's going to hit you square in the chest, or he's going to make a big play and, and 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 saying that he can't go east to west. That last play, he went east to west, and he yeah, got K- he did,
2: pretty quickly well, too.
4: Yeah, so uh, yeah, I got to give credit to to Corey Flag. He's turned himself into. What's he's gonna be remembered as 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 a linebacker here to you. And, and I truly believe that he's gonna go down. I'm not gonna say he's gonna go down as one of the best, absolutely not, but he's gonna go down as one of the guys that people are gonna remember. Because, you know, when the odds were against him every single time, he came through and he continues to show why he's still on this team, why he still gets playing time, uh, and he continues to make some big plays, even considering all the other big time names that are around him. So I gotta give props to him. Um, and that defense, they played absolutely lights out uh, for the most part. And uh, I'm just really excited to see what we see, you know, moving forward from this team. Fish, I don't know if you want to kind of add to that defense on that also. Yeah,
1: yeah. And and I thought where, where Corey Flagg provided, like you said, maybe he doesn't have, like, the, the top-end elite-level physical tools, but he was – he might as well have been in their huddle when they were calling plays. He jumped so many of their plays – the reason he looked faster is because he was he was diagnosing the plays so quickly. The speed of his mental game made up for any kind of speed deficiency he had on the field itself, and you actually saw that in. I think this was in the no, this was in the fourth quarter when he jumped the uh, the, uh, the 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 wide receiver screen and batted the ball down. Like a linebacker's not supposed to get involved like in that. You're not supposed to read the play that quickly. Clemson ran a lot of plays that should have worked on paper. That we did such a good job of diagnosing that they didn't work, including on in that last sequence. Keep in mind, we won this game on a goal line stand. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was first and goal on the two, um, and that that second down play where they ran the guy in motion and flooded the the near side. Almost always, someone busts a coverage there. If you watch our defenders, Kitchens was turning the guy in motion. Everyone passed the guys off correctly. Yep, like it was just elite level defending. And after years of kind of. Frankly, gross incompetence and mental breakdowns. It was really good to see that that things like that, where it's like that's usually a touchdown, even against the best teams, and just they seamlessly passed everything off. And he almost threw an interception. He kind of tried to throw it away, and it ended up, you know, it was very very close. It was close. Listen, to if that. It was, it was if they would have called it an interception, it would have been hard to overturn. Okay, let's. Yeah, well, well, not for those well, rests, but we can yeah, get to that just, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> they they had no issues doing that. Um, but yeah, no, it was. I think the mental side of the defensive game, too, as, as well as the physical side, was just there, um, and 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 it, it showed up the whole game. Um, just real quick, too. Uh, we got a lot of people in the chat. Let's run through it, yeah, a little bit. RC giving a shout out to Blue. No, um, what's good, brother? Artists, what's yeah. up? And we got Dan Barry, of course. Yeah. We <laughs> need that. We should just say when he's not in the chat. Dan Barry oh, yeah. is on all of our shows. Shout out to Danny Barry. Yeah. Yeah, Marine. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, we, we talked about this, Jazz, last week. You know, in the loss against North Carolina, the fact that the team fought back in the fourth quarter, like that's something last year's team wouldn't have done as well. Absolutely. And that that matters. When you get to the next game, you're down again. You fight every game. You make them earn every yard. Sometimes you do come back from down 10 in the fourth quarter, right? And, and last year's team would have quit multiple times this year already, probably against Texas A&M when it was 10 to nothing early
2: so leaving well, van dyke pointed that out that uh yeah. last year if they were down like that they would have quit
1: yep this is true what so else we, got we got well we got we got we got concerns for blue um oh, totally. Yeah. doing blue, good there's al there's trying
2: anyway yeah, got man. that mute button for my cough though that, thank goodness <laughs>
1: and
4: then on got, my own show
2: i can't even use it
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> what do we got here from rc and yeah, it He's got a little
1: tactical uh Tactical analysis here: three-three-five yeah. scheme. Main
4: differences and matchups.
1: Yeah, I did notice that that they ran a three-three-five
4: right off the bat. I saw three linebackers. It was uh, um, it was Wes Ma- Maunoa and KJ Cloyd who kind of started off the game, and I was like, wow, they're in, they've got three linebackers on the field at one time. That's interesting. And then you notice and you're like, wait a second, they've got three uh, three de- uh, defensive uh, linemen as well oh, crap, they're running a 3 through 5 What the hell is going on here? I have not seen that. And it's true Yeah, You hadn't seen that. And I think that that is a perfect spot-on um, analysis. I think it makes sense definitely to run that kind of scheme. That's a good fit for our defense right now, uh, yeah. considering the depth and all that as well. And, and
1: I'd also say, um, you know, even though he gave up that touchdown in the first half, the coverage, K.J. Cloyd <laughs> stuck their tight end. The whole game and he that was a he, made some, pass. he made some amazing catches but kj was right on him yeah. every time and defended actually the ball to get the ball back and tie the game up he they tried to go to the tight end again kj was on him again that time they couldn't sync up he did a really good job that, on that deep on that deep yeah road. yeah it was up the it was up the hash um he did he did a really good job in coverage too it was a kind of underrated and lost there, especially since he gave up the touchdown but you can't cover that touchdown any better that was just a perfect throw an amazing catch and I agree. That's one of those, one of those crap. <laughs> what are you going to do with that? Situations. <laughs> uh, J Dub says the flag. I, I know what
4: he means. He would make a good coach. Yeah, I think he would be a good coach down the line. Um, I think. I still think he's got a little football left. Oh, and,
1: and and RC brought this up earlier. This this is something I forgot to mention yesterday, Jazz. So obviously, I, I'm hoping everyone remembers the Tyrone Moss game and triple overtime against Clemson. This is the fourth time in the, in the last in the last I think since 2005 that we've gone to overtime against Clemson. That's crazy. It was 0-5 and then again in 0-6 and then in 0-9, Though that's the CJ Spiller one, right, that, game, that game, and then so that's so just keep. If the game's close, it's probably going to OT when we're playing clubs. That's, that's good. That's, that's that's four times. It's now two and two those and two 57 on the seven
2: nothing games. Yeah, yeah, yeah much better that than that.
1: that. Fifty eight. Don't cheat until that point. <laughs> <We'll> <laughs> but no, that, that. that's it's not two and two on the on the overtime scale there. William Herney, uh, what's up, Will? The future is bright with all the young
4: players contributing so soon. Yeah, I think some of the young players um, are are really making a name for themselves. Yeah. And I think that, you know, with, with the recruiting classes coming up, we'll build some more depth. The transfer portal build some more depth, and you're going to see that this team is going to, you know, it, it's going to look, again, much more different than it does this year in a good way, right? It's gonna, You just want to continue to build that depth. and You see it in certain positions. You also see the dominance in certain positions that you didn't see. I mean, you know, <laughs> Blue, the offensive line, talk about a running game. We ran for 211 yards with, you know, and I've always said that I love Don Cheney. I think he's probably the best back that we've had. Uh, he's just always hurt. But we're talking about Don Cheney. a combination of Don Cheney, A.J. Allen, and Brashard Smith, which, by the way, I got a hot take today for Burch. Um that I kind of want to put out there that might shock some people, but um, Baloo, talk to me a little bit about our run game, right? Forget about their run game, 211 yeah. yards. Um, and obviously the biggest plays of the game towards the end with AJ Allen, just you're talking about a small kid, you know, a small guy, five, eight, probably a buck 80 uh, going in there and, you know, playing like a bruising running back, right? Just running right through guys. Uh, into the end zone on the touchdown and then on the two-point conversion as well. You know, are you impressed? I mean, this offensive line has proven to be potentially I mean, a top ten offensive line in the country. You've got – you're starting to build some depth. you got Matt McCoy that comes in every once in a while with that jumble set. Uh, you've got some other guys back there that are developing right now. You know, this is a really good offensive line. This is something that could definitely carry this football team for the rest of the year.
2: Yeah, well – I think we talked a lot about that in the off season when they got Cohen and and they brought in um Lee and then they you know they got guys like Mamanoa and and players like that and then the kids who returned from last year got better and bigger and having somebody like Mirabal working with them it, it was it was only a matter of time be, before they became <clears throat> more than an adequate offensive line um the only question that we had, and I think that you and I saw in that little scrimmage at the Hard Rock uh, with Jazz, was: Do they have the depth on the offensive line? They had some good front, you know, front line kids, but I think, like you were just alluding to, I think they've plugged in on diff- in different situations, some new faces and guys who are, uh, uh, you know, who are very valuable to the program now, and I believe into the future because. You're going to have to need some guys to step up for a couple of talented seniors that may not be here next year. Um, I'm just, yeah, the run and the running game. I, I think, I think we've been waiting for Alan to do this for a while. I think he gave us that glimpse at that, that scrimmage. And we said, Oh my gosh, look at him. Get up in there, like a, you know, catching a wave and then moving up and having the vision. And that's the one thing too, the running backs that we have have great vision, if you notice. I mean, not only are they good running backs, but they have really, really good vision. And I think that somebody like uh, uh, Coach Harris has parlayed that into, you know, into something pretty special. And um, if we ever needed a running game, it was this week yeah. because of the fact that you had a quarterback in there that, you know, uh, it hasn't really taken them any. Well, he took no significant snaps, like in a, in this, as he did in this game. He took some snaps, you know, when they were ahead. But yeah, I, if, if your running game came through, this was the week to do it. And they kind of add balance. They gave Clemson something to think about, kind of bought him some time. They weren't stacking the box. If you notice at the beginning of the game, Clemson was, had seven guys up and walked two, So they had nine guys up in that box and um, they just wanted, uh, they wanted that newbie quarterback to beat them. And I think that that running game kind of backed them up a little bit. And um, because there's a pitfall of playing uh, that type of defense and being, you know, that uh, aggressive on defensive, a running back, like I said, we have running backs with some vision. They do break that first plane of, uh, of players. They're into a secondary that has two guys. So you have, you have that and it happened twice where they broke the plane and there was only that the safety and the outside, outside linebacker on that one side. Um, If they don't make the play, that's definitely six. And that was in the second half. Um, But I can't say enough. You're 100 right. The offensive line, and we knew it last year. You know there were so many times when you, when your offensive line just was, was awful, and you go, oh my gosh, you know. And, and we, and then we had the, uh, you know, quarterbacks that hadn't played, and see that's the difference. You have a line that's more than efficient, and you have a running game that's pretty darn good, and that's the difference. That was the difference in this game and hopefully moving forward uh, against everybody, uh, that Miami will be able to, um, even Florida State, because they've shown vulnerability too. I've watched them three straight games, and I watched them in the BC game, and I watched them this past, you know, I watched the replay uh, this morning of the Duke game, and um, Duke's talented. So, you know, I mean, and so is Miami. So I agree with you, Jazz. I think that um, the difference in Miami's, Offensive attack, especially this last week, is their ability to run the ball and to open things up for a young quarterback and uh, not put him you know, in a position where he has to make every play right. because he's not that dude yet. He will be, but uh, right now, um, yeah. So you know now if uh, Van Dyke doesn't go, you'll have at least somebody who's got some experience and uh, playing against pretty good defense, and uh, he did really well. So well, the, I think
1: yeah, that, just just the, the real quick on that point on the offensive line, like that actually decide the game at the end. One team could run the ball and the other couldn't because yeah, first and goal on on the three, I believe the Canes had it one play and touchdown just on a handoff. Clemson couldn't get in in four plays because they couldn't run. They had first and I, that, that was it right there. That was the game and yeah, we're usually we're so used to be on the other side of that. Right, Yeah, <laughs> that, it was refreshing to see. Um, Jazz, I don't know if you saw this. Um,
4: yes. Yeah.
2: I
1: know. No. 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 Absolutely.
2: I not. don't know.
4: Sorry. As nope. long as TVD is healthy, no. 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 Absolutely. Well, at least you got him. And, but you know, I mean, you got him I mean, there. And that's good. Yeah. yeah. And, and I,
1: I think it's worth contextualizing, right? Like, Embry <laughs> Williams did excellent for his first start as a yeah, quarterback. Yeah, he did. But that is for his first start at a quarterback. If TVD came out and played that same game, it would be a catastrophe. Yeah. Like, you're averaging how many yards per attempt? What is even going on here? What's wrong with this guy? And that's yeah. fine. Like, that's, that, that is what you have to do to manage a freshman quarterback. But let's not get, get carried away here. No, no, of no. What the, these people are capable I of at this, so this point, point, at this point the in their career, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's the key. But
2: now you know that you don't have to panic if something does happen. you got right. somebody that can come in.
4: I think this whole thing was a blessing in disguise with regards to – like as you mentioned, Vish, like obviously that's a that's a bad game for T V D. It's a good game from for Emery, but I think it also spotlights the fact that, as Vish likes to say, we can run the damn football. I'm so to, bad the first game. Okay? We need to run the damn football. I don't care if it's TVD I don't care if it's Dan Marino. We need to run the damn football, man. That you know this is a a really good offensive line with four really good backs, whatever combination you want to use, and you could even sprinkle in Brashard Smith in there. You're talking about a team that can be able to control the line of scrimmage, control the time, um, and dominate a football team and break the will of the other team, and you got to be able to take advantage of that every single game. If you can do that and hit it over the top every once in a while, make some really nice plays in the passing game, you're going to win some football games, and they need to do that now. They do need to stay as as some of the other stuff. We'll talk about it now, but uh, Ralph mentions we need to beat FSU if we can only win one more game. FSU has started to make recruiting inroads in South Florida. We need to push back. Well, uh, I hate to break it to you, Ralph, but FSU has made recruiting inroads in South Florida for about 30 years now. So I think that uh, that's never going to go away. Mm-hmm. You got to get your guys. Uh, obviously, I, I, I'm sure you're, you're talking about the whole Armando Blount thing as well. That's kind of a, a big blow to the recruiting, but, you know, it's not – the end I'll be also, but i get what you're saying right like we're we we gotta keep you just gotta keep winning football games man if you keep winning football games everything else will, will you know uh will work itself out uh ken Durham says the, the question is will they come out with the same intensity and heart for team as two and five they didn't play
2: the same as the a&m
4: game i think that so I just remind
2: them that they just beat North Carolina, and I think you'll get their well, attention. But, I, but I, I I would say I don't think that's accurate. I, I think the
1: Georgia Tech game, definitely the team was flat. I thought they played really hard against North Carolina. They played really stupid. Yeah, they just And made the stupid up. overcame yeah. the effort. I do <laughs> <But laughs> <the, laughs> And the loss came with it. I don't them, think
4: right? intensity and hard is, a, is, a, is an issue. For I, think them. It was,
1: I do think they overlooked Georgia Tech. Like, if you could have that game back, it's not coming down to a kneel at the end. You wouldn't buy 20. And and I, and I think that's that's the one I get that. like, that's the one where yeah they came out flat coming off the, the the bye week and they just didn't mentally were not ready to play that game at the beginning and got into trouble. So, Similar to what North Carolina this week, they're coming off this high of beating Miami, they weren't yeah. mentally ready to play, and Virginia took the lead early and kind of the jazz and I were talking about this on, on on Sunday. Look, these are major conference teams are playing. If you get into a close game in the second half, like stuff can go wrong and you can lose. Yeah, a break here or there, a missed call. Lord knows we're gonna get the missed call yeah. against us. So, like all of that stuff, like it just takes one thing. You cannot screw around with an ACC opponent and like find yourself in a close game. Just assume you're gonna get out of it, and right. that's right against Georgia Tech, but I think against North Carolina, the team played hard from the opening snap. It was just too many mistakes, shot themselves in the foot repeatedly, and and you're not gonna overcome that. But I don't think it was an effort there. <laughs> Definitely.
4: Uh, RC says I'm just worrying about UVA to be honest, uh, fam. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. One game at a time. That's what you have to do. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll and get. are going to be emotionally
2: team. pumped up too because I think Miami's doing a, a tribute to the kid oh, from Bellevue who passed. So yeah. Yeah. look, they're they're a good team. We'll, we'll get into. It's you. also a homecoming, by the way. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. They've got some good players. Um, They've got one of the best wide receivers in, in the ACC, if not you know, the the country. uh, So we'll talk about that also. So uh, that's a good team and you have to worry about them because anybody can win at any time as we've seen. I
1: I Um, will say a big help to us that they won last week.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That
1: definitely is like, all right. It's like the opposite of, of Georgia Tech losing to Bowling Green. Like, it's the opposite of that. All right. They just went and won in a place we lost. So, like, yeah. you know, pay attention. Well, it's kind of, it kind of pisses you off, too, yeah. at the same time. Um,
4: if the Canes, Chris Sullivan says, if the Canes are mentally locked in and can play mistake free football, i.e., uh, costly turnovers and penalties, they can win up in Leon. I think he's talking about the FSU game. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about the FSU game in That's I mean, way not far yet. But,
0: um,
4: I get it. I get it. Uh what what is here? Uh, <laughs> the crazy shit that comes out of our fans' mouth. Wanted a dump TV for a true freshman that had 95 yards of passing. Shout <laughs> out to
1: Chris scaffney too, met him at the tailgate. Oh. Um
4: <laughs> where is this? oh people are back there? But I know FSU gave that kid and his family life changer. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, what else we got here? Uh yep.
1: Just go yup. Yup. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, we got more. We got Manuel still making the argument that we need to bench TBD for no, Henry Williams, which is not no not no a, no, no, a no good idea. Um, and yeah. and again, QB wins are not a stat. Um, and I can tell you right now, like that that we had to go on a nine play, nine minute, fifteen play drive running the football to score a touchdown. So I, I think, and it, it was a touchdown pass, and it was a great throw. Mm-hmm. Um, but but. Dude, that's not sustainable in every game. You've got you gotta get more more more. I mean, you need a you need better quarterback play overall to continue to win. Um again, Emery did what he had to do in that game. And we were fortunate to play a team whose offense, frankly, does not have playmakers. So they weren't able to score quickly, which kind of played into our hands there. But like you can't run that same game plan every Every week, we just grind out every yard. Um, That'll bite you in the ass, too. So, again, Emery's got promising upside. I think if you asked him, he knows he shouldn't be playing. So, (laughs) they all all know it. There's not even a question. Like, they all said it, and you know,
4: you kind of of saw it. He was like, man, the game was fast for me, right? It took me a while to adjust, and I think it'll start slowing down for him more and more and more. But I think that sometimes, look, now, now teams have tape on him, right? Whether he played well or not. And so that plays into it as well. Is he mature enough to understand that he needs to make his own adjustments? Is he mature enough that he understands that he needs to, yeah, now hit those hit those throws that he was missing before? I mean, there's a lot of right. There's a lot of things that go into it. So I think that you know, uh, giving him an opportunity like that is great him and it's great for his confidence because he won the football game it's a big one you don't want to continue to put a kid out there in a position where he could continue to make a lot of mistakes and then you're talking about you know like as you mentioned Vish uh in the past is you know ruining a kid for the long run and and that's what you don't want to do so. and, and, and
1: again keep in yeah. mind that you know that first half i mean we had the one run to Bashard by the way shout out to Jacoby for uh chasing that play down and saving the touchdown because he fumbled on the one-yard line. But that was the whole offense in the first half. Yep. So, like, I mean, again, the defense played well. Clemson did what they do, which is shot themselves in the foot three times mm-hmm. in our territory, and you end up tied at the half. That could have easily been 21-7 to Clemson or something, you know, if they punch those balls in. But they don't, and that's Clemson, and that's great. You're not going to always get away with You can't expect the defense to just play lights out all the time. Right. Um, you know, you got to get more out of the offense in, in in a normal game. All right. So before we get into uh,
4: Virginia, obviously we'll talk about price picks, but I wanted to kind of give my hot take. I'm glad that you mentioned him right there at the end, but uh, you know, i I'll probably got some of the fans that are going to come after
1: me. Maybe Blue will come after me. I'm not sure, but someone he will. doesn't go after anyone. Yeah. What are we talking about? You only uh, makes fun like of that. me for picking 11 wins last year, and I deserve it. So Blue, on. I'm I'm, I'm going to put this out there.
4: All right, I'm going to put this out there, and I think that. Um, some people will agree, but I, uh, Rashard Smith, is better than Xavier Restrepo. Yeah.
2: He's different. The kid's one of the fastest
4: guys on the team, and, and I'm not saying that because of what he just what of what he just did with that 80 yard run. But uh, he's a Swiss Army knife man. He can do the things out of the slot. He can do things behind the you know in the, in the backfield. Yeah, no like doubt. He's sword. a game breaker. This See is not a on on X. TV, X is TVD's boy, and I get that. And they have chemistry. I'd be doing the same thing if me and Vish are out there. I'm throwing to him all day. You know what I mean? Like, I get it.
1: Dude, throw some more uh, speed. Come on. What are you well,
4: doing? I'll probably throw it <laughs> the at DJ there, but whatever. Anyways, um, <laughs> DJ's got those hands, boy. Uh-huh. I'm telling you. Okay, okay, uh, okay. I got the electric wheelchair, too. Hand. I'll be those speeding all end. the way
5: down the field. We'll put some mm-hmm. nods on it, maybe. Um, just, my just
1: my route up. my route distance is about <laughs> how far down the field we were thrown in the first half, so I got that covered.
2: Yeah. But you're yeah. right. Listen, you know what though? To to the credit, shut sure. yeah. Yeah, right. up. Right. Exactly. Here's exactly. the thing: uh, when you and it's a good, you know, it's it's a great point. But every team has different types of receivers. You have some people who are slot guys, people who will extend the, the the defense a little bit. The the difference between Burchard and basically anybody is his speed. He's got 4.37 speed. I mean, he gets out in the open. He's gone. Um, so to him, I don't think you, he has a defined position. He's a kick returner. He's a slot guy. As you said, he could do jet sweeps. He can get upfield. He's a nightmare if he gets, a, you know, if if he gets a um, a wheel route against a linebacker. Shoot, he'll be leaving him in the dust. So I I don't know if it comes down to being a better. I just think he's different, and and you know I mean, it, it, yeah, he is. He's a different kind of player altogether. It's true. I mean, is but the thing about Xavier, you just need a guy who's reliable. I mean, he leads the ACC in receiving and in reception. So. I mean, you you always need somebody of that caliber. You need everybody who they have. They didn't have a lot of those guys last year. But the thing about Rashard uh, Jazz is he's matured quite a bit. And he accepts he accepts being that Swiss Army Knight. He wants to have his hand on the ball in every situation. Let me tell you something. You kick to him, and you he could be one of the best kick returners in the country. Yeah, hits absolutely. the hole, and once he gets up into the hole, he's gone. There's nobody's gonna catch him. So right. I think what he lends to this team is what you need somebody like that to, I mean, to lend.
4: I guess that's that's my whole thing, right? Looking yeah,
2: but well, he's moment. he's more versatile, and he's probably his yeah, versatility, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's right. he could be used at a whole lot different, uh, you know, in different areas than Zay. So. He may be; he's more valuable at what he does, but you know, I mean, but Zay's pretty much helped to carry the team too. I, you think, know, I think, I think, I think Yeah, he's been very reliable. He's made the big plays
4: when we've needed them, as far as the big catches, um, and you know, he's he's a security blanket. And that, like you mentioned, that's very. Yeah. Good. Well, just, just,
1: just to the point in, 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 in the chat. This is here. a great point. What RC well, yeah, yes, yes, and no. We had targets all over the place. More than a half hour receiving ours were Colby Young. It just and by the end of the game, every pass was going to him. It was the same so, yeah. thing with a different number on the jersey. He was throwing to him on every play again. And I guarantee you, it looks like TV is gonna play, although who can trust anything his coaches say at this point, frankly, after he dressed down Susan like that. That was pretty messed up. But anyway, um, um Assuming TVD doesn't, let's say if, if for whatever reason Emery plays again, I guarantee you they're going to be rolling the coverage at, at, at Colby Young because he did lock in on them. On this. All those throws were to him. All of them at the end. If you think about all the big throws he made, they all the Young. So I think he settled into the guy he was comfortable with and it was just a different guy. Um, but yeah, as Blue said, Restrepo is all reliable. He catches everything in his catch radius. Bouchard's had drops at times in his career. Um, and he just he tends to be a little bit he, he makes more mistakes, but he's more explosive. So that's the trade-off you're making. So I don't I don't know about better as Blue said we need all we, we're, not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not loaded up. What's also we all these guys have to play, and I think it is it is good that he's now getting more and more touches, Jazz, because he wasn't earlier in the year. Like it was really just the three, it was Jacoby, it was it was Colby, and it was X, and no one else right. was really touching the ball. So it's really great that they've kind of that, that they found a way to use all of Brashard's talents. Because even agree. when we get Parrish back, you gotta you gotta give give uh Brashard some snaps in the backfield still.
4: I agree. I agree. Uh we got one, one question, and by the way, what's up over those? What's going on, man? Yep. Um mm-hmm. RC has one question for you, Blue. When will we see CJ uh another true freshman get more touches?
2: Yeah, um, I like you know right now. I think we're just finding out, trying to get the other guys who are established guys the, the touches first. Um, CJ's we know what he could do, and it's probably going to be more so in the future uh, what he's going to lend to the you know the team. Um, I think the probably the reason why he won't is the person you just mentioned, and Brashard Smith, who's got that type of speed and can do a lot of different things. And then as time goes on, I mean, he's going to be a freak and we know that, but right now Miami's just trying to get, as Vish said before, you know, you got to get everybody involved, but you've got to do it. You know, Dawson's got to do it in a way where it's going to benefit the team. And let's just not go to Kobe because let's go to Kobe. I just think what, you have a tendency after the first couple of drives to see what kind of coverages there are, and you make adjustments and use those players. And uh, But exactly what you said, uh, Jazz, about, about somebody like a Brashard Smith. I mean, look at in the AM game. He boosted them up with the kick return. Uh, he just does things to give them an advantage, and Ray Ray's going to do the same thing. Uh, you know, once he gets more playing time next year, uh, he's going to be the guy. You're seeing glimpses of the young guys, but you're really seeing guys like Brashard, uh, Xavier Restrepo, Kobe, those guys actually being the meat and potatoes of the wins and losses right now. And uh, that, and they should be. And they should be. Um. All right, well, nice. well, but here, I'll oh, just,
1: just to, just to, you know, kind of follow up on what Blue said and kind of answer this a little bit. Look, is the bottom line is we had, we had Parrish injured. We had Fletcher injured, Citizen still isn't back. It's pretty clear they at this point do not trust Chris Johnson in these spots. That's why Bashar no, exactly. got a bunch of carries. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, exactly. He's a true freshman, but I, we have this tendency to want to like force kids out there before they're ready. Right. Yeah. But, like, like, I mean, the last thing, like, give him a chance. He's a buck seventy. I think. No, exactly. You, you want him running into Clemson's you, line. This was yeah, a. You physical, want Jeremiah Trotter to hit him in the chest, and he yeah, this this game. was a physical, powerful game, and that's why Cheney was so effective. And and this was not not a game that you would necessarily say you should put putting a true yeah. freshman running back in the. But I think clearly down that many running backs that he still didn't get get in there. Look, just be patient with him. He is he's so unique speed wise. There's going to be a role for him. It's fun. just, it's going to take some time. And I don't think Chris Wheatley necessarily has any impact on that. Um, no. And, I think and they're not the same type of that. So it's just, it's, you know,
2: it's what it's going to be roles. is every year when you get guys and Chris next year, will be in the same progression type where he's going right. to ease himself in. Thanks Johnson have will have been for there for a full year. They'll rely on him a little bit more. Burchard will get a lot more. And that's the cycle. That's what makes Oregon, Oregon. That's what makes Alabama, Alabama. When you have all these role players, whether they a five-star or four-star or whatever they are, they're valuable to the team. And that's why... And I've said this before, that's why a Georgia can empty out 21 guys in the NFL and come back the next year and do the same, is because that's how they've recruited. And that's what Miami's trying to get at. So when somebody says, well, they got four defensive linemen or four linebackers coming in, big deal. You know, that you look at the Miami teams of the, the late 80s and into the early 2000s, they had that all the time. They had guys and I always said that you go to a spring game and you walk behind the bench and you look at the names on the jerseys and you go oh my god I forgot they had that guy then you know you're rolling exactly. yeah and and again
1: there's so many there's so many um there's so many injuries um at that position again yeah. we were down like we almost ran out of running backs again just now yeah we had hand off crazy? to receive. Bashard is not a running back. We handed him the ball several times in that game. Like last year, we were like, oh, this is the deepest position on the team. We ran out of running backs and we're using a walk on in key spots. Like I, you can never have enough players at that position. Wow. They get hurt all the time. And look, we, I mean, we had
4: that ish, issue. And this is why it's so important, like you said, to have that depth. 211 yards rushing with a guy that probably could have started. Three years ago, if you had let up dog Don Cheney with with how with how talented he he is, so um, I'm I'm excited what we have there, and um,
2: and you got I'm Citizen excited. coming in yeah, next year. Citizen over. who's starting
4: to practice now. Uh, you got a lot of things look, to look forward to. Uh, Citizen's
1: one of the best backs coming out uh, yeah. last year. By the way, I, I kind of missed it. Um, did it, what's the deal with Parish? I you know I don't know what happened. Uh,
4: he was dressed out, but. He didn't play. I'm not sure. Yeah. You got anything on that?
2: Yes. I think somebody said that he had a, he had like a bru- thigh bruise or something yeah. that they were just uh precaution. We'll got see. Me.
4: Yeah. We'll see. We'll see.
2: They don't right. really release a lot. So you have to kind of dig. Right. You know, with some people, you know, I ask in the, you know, I asked, Parents, because <laughs> their kids will tell them everything. I think that's the truth. You
4: know, I think that's the truth.
2: That's why I walk into the games with the wrist repos because they give me everything. <laughs> <laughs> don't say it
4: too loud. I don't want Mario finding out. I'm just uh, kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, real quick, before we uh move along, let's uh give a shout out to our sponsor, Prize Picks, uh, really quick. Yes, Kings today. I, I did see that. By the way, Uh Check them Check about it's uh, daily fantasy football or daily fantasy um, uh, made easy. Really, it's 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 real simple. You log in. Once you log in, you're gonna put in the code five F I V E, and they will match your initial deposit up to a hundred dollars. Uh, you got really big payouts up to twenty five times of a payout. It's huge. It's huge. You can make some good money with that. Uh, here's how you do it. You pick excuse me, you pick two to five players, choose the over under on their individual categories and win those payouts. You can, um, depends on how many players you pick it's how much money you can make. So make sure you check it out. You can mix and match from different leagues, different players, the NFL to major league baseball, hockey, formula one, uh, you know, anything, you name it, college football uh, is, is definitely something on there as well. So make sure you check them out, choose two to five players, choose the over under and win some money. Go to prizepix.com, log in, type in the code five when you logged in, and they will uh when you log in, excuse me, and they will uh, they will match your deposit up to a hundred dollars. Check them out, it's prizepix.com.
1: Yeah, uh King today. Uh, we did yeah, and, and shout out to Kansas today, longtime long time follower of this show and buckets. Yes, sir. I don't, yeah, know, I don't I don't even know if you want to address uh WG in the chat here with this more of this uh stuff. I think we've kind of beat that to
4: yeah, we, yeah, we're we're fine with that. Um, uh, it it is what it is.
1: He's just going off in there. I'm just gonna let him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um. Just complete nonsense, but you know what's Cory
4: Corey, Corey flag embracing <laughs> his inner Ray Lewis Kings today says uh my baby's Lewis with one hand behind his back. Woo, let's go. The fan base always hates on him, and he showed them people. He, Damn right, he showed them. Damn you know right. what, Jets?
1: We we we've been very good. We didn't even bring up the not safety and the. I, the know. Bogus touchdown. I know. I know. Clemson nine points in that game.
4: Unbelievable! <laughs> unbelievable! Everybody, everybody, except the referees on the field, saw that it was a safety. Every single person. It's unbelievable to me. It's unbelievable to me how they can make, how they can screw up so much, man.
1: Uh anyway, then they, then they somehow saw enough evidence to give Clemson that touchdown, and that's when I was like, you know what? I'm about done here. I'm done. Oh, I'm just done, about done, done here with this. Just like, what is even? What even is this? <sighs> God, what no. even is this? Like, the dude's grounding the ball. They're not calling it. Like, I, I'm just <laughs> – <No. laughs> You're like, all right, this is just the way it is now. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. Dude, he averaged four <laughs> yards a, a, a pass attempt and threw a pick and a touchdown. He did not, like, throw for 500 yards. We weren't watching Joe Montana out there. We ran the ball in every play in the second half pretty much to win that game.
4: Yeah. Nah, anyway. Anyway.
1: TVD, is what TV, WTF. That's what I'm talking about.
4: TVD That's, is still the best option on this team. I'm Let's talking
1: shoot. about, like, TVD number fourth in the country in yards per attempt. And this dude averaged four yards in attempts. So you're like, I have told you. Come oh, on, man. Uh, I felt ma- Mauro... Mario. Became too conservative. Mario, I think. Oh,
4: Mario, Mario, Mario. Can,
1: okay, I think he's talking about the uh yeah. the uh the kneeling on the ball at the end, or fall, that, not kneeling, of course. We don't uh, we're talking about the, <laughs> the yeah, We're in the talk out with like a minute fifty left. Uh um well, we gave thoughts on that blue DJ. I don't know if you have any thoughts on, on how we yeah, manage the I, end the fourth know, quarter. At the end
4: before going into overtime, I think yeah, you you could have had an opportunity to get down there and kick a field goal. I you know. But, at the same time, I, I I get where he's coming from. The defense is playing so well. you know, um, I don't know if you guys had any anything on that because I want to get to UVA, so you guys had anything on that. Yeah. Anything?
5: It's one of those things, in my opinion, where you don't wanna you know rely. you you don't wanna to force um Emery to make a mistake or you know, try to put him in a spot where you know he could, you know ruin his confidence. So I don't mind. With the young quarterback under center playing it a bit conservative. You know, I, I I understand, you know, you know, I I definitely wanted them to get the football down the field a little bit, but you know, you kind of have to play it safe when you're dealing with a quarterback who's making his first start. You don't want to, you know, make him, you know, lose confidence or do anything too crazy. So although the fan in me would have liked to have seen, you know, us try to get down the field a little bit, I definitely understand where Mario is coming from.
4: Yeah, I think uh you you would have definitely have seen
5: maybe a little bit of a different game plan
4: with T V D in there, but
0: uh yeah they would, wouldn't have opened
4: it up way too much either. I think that they were happy with how the defense was playing, so we'll be all right there. Chris Gaffney, with a dono, baby. Uh this year's this year awards best missed call equals safety day. Uh, best flag, flag on coach for calling a timeout to be so we keep up the good work, guys. Appreciate uh, the uh, best, I, I I don't
1: I, I don't know, man. Uh, that 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 Fumble at the end of the Georgia Tech game when Cheney's lying flat on the ground and you can see the rip motion. That's yeah. up there too. in the safety. Um, there has been more than one. Uh, do y'all think we would have won if we I had? Mean, the yeah. I think we would have won probably easily. Yeah, to be honest. yeah. The way that game was, we would we would not yep. have like it wouldn't have been like pulling teeth to get points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. I
5: think yeah, so. I think we would have definitely.
3: The Six Rick Kane Show. Yeah. The Six Rick Kane Show. The Six Rings Cane Show (laughs) You know